Hello, you're listening to Yarns from the Plain, a podcast for knitters, crocheters, and anyone who loves to play with yarn. Hello and welcome to episode 30 of Yarns from the Plain. How are you? I hope you're doing well. I'm doing well. I can't quite believe that today is the 14th of October. I'm not quite sure where the last month has gone. It's flown by again, hasn't it? I didn't intend to be this long before I spoke to you. But um, life overtook me as it does. Autumn, first half term, year three and four in our school, we put on an autumn service. Sometimes with a a harvest theme. This time we haven't. One of the uh, colleagues, one of my colleagues had a brainwave idea to adapt some elements of Oklahoma and fit it in with our healthy eating topic. And I have to say, although the grand performance isn't until next Wednesday, I'm quite looking forward to it. I'm not very good at staging productions. In my head, I know what I want it to look like, but I find it very difficult to explain to the children how to get it there. I don't have a natural flair for drama. I don't have a natural flair for music, apart from enjoying it. I can't hold a tune in a bucket and I find therefore it's quite difficult but we've had a little change around in school and one of the members of staff does have quite a flair for it she's not any more musical than I am but she at least has a good idea for acting and stage directions so I'm pretty confident that it will go well on Wednesday Um, I've rewritten some of the words of Oklahoma to fit in with a healthy healthy eating theme it's all been quite exciting but a little strained and the nerves are getting a little shredded You know, if another child comes to me going, I haven't got a cowboy hat. You don't need a cowboy hat. We said if you had a hat, you could wear it. If you haven't got one, it doesn't matter. But, you know, there we are. Never mind. Other than that, we're absolutely fine. So because I've got quite a lot to catch up with uh, for you, I thought I'm going to actually split these episodes into two. So we've got episode 30, this one, which is called The One With The Knitting. And episode 31, which I'm hoping to record within the next 36 to 48 hours, is going to be the one without the knitting. And that will make lots of sense when we get there. Now, when I spoke to you last, I'd been back from a holiday a couple of weeks and I told you all about the socks that was working on, the I Remember Mama socks. Well, I finished them. I haven't blocked them, but I have just gone and jumped around in my garden looking like an idiot, taking some photographs for you. So they'll be up on my Ravelry page and we'll sort those out. But I am very pleased with them, actually. There is one mistake. Um, I think I might have mentioned it in the last episode. I decided I wasn't going to rip it back and redo it because, actually, it was just after I'd started knitting again in the States. And if I ripped it back, that meant that all that holiday knitting around the Grand Canyon wouldn't be there. And I decided I wanted to keep that. and a bit of a sentimental old fool. But I am. So I finished it, complete with mistake, and yeah, I like them actually, I like the pattern, and I don't know why I decided to put them down and not finish with them, and apart from the fact that it was just I tried to start them straight after Christmas, and knew I wouldn't get them done by the December, and slung them in a bag. So, I've done those. I haven't gone back to finish off the mittens, the Poshman mittens, they're not far off, I've just got the final sets of decreases on the mitten and the thumb to do 
So I should be able to finish that off quite quickly. I've just not picked it up yet. Should have done. Because I've had a period of time where I've not been knitting. And I'll explain why in episode 31. What else have I done? Oh, now I've knitted a swatch. Yes, yes, you can get up now. It's okay. Fun yourself. I know. Bit of a, a bit of a... A strock, isn't it? I mean, a proper swatch. Not a, let's start the sleeves as a big uber swatch and see if it's all right. But a proper swatch. To stop you all dying from shop, let me explain why. In September, um, Fibre and Clay had a couple of trunk shows. One was Old Maiden Aunt, where I bought some very nice fibre. Some black Shetland and Tussa silk combed tops. Very, very nice. And then... The following week or two weeks later, I can't remember which, Fiberspace had a trunk show there with all the garments from the Scrumptious Collection Volume 1 on show to have a good look. And lots of scrumptious and both hand-dyed and some uh, and the mass-produced solid colours that Jenny now does for the Scrumptious Collection. And I fell for a couple of the patterns in the scrumptious collection so i bought the book and i'm going to do a little review of it later on and i bought some scrumptious with which to make um a garment within it and i've actually made a swatch and i'm ready to wash it so when i block the socks i will wash my swatch as well and pin it out and actually measure the blocked swatch which i've never done that before um to see if i can get the right you know make sure i get the right size of this garment so that took a long time to do, not because it took a long time to knit a swatch because it didn't, but because I was doing other things instead of knitting in the process. So, you know, socks, a swatch, and I've picked up my stripy Noro messenger bag as well to finish. I'm determined to finish that because I have signed up for a workshop with Ruth Singer at Fibre Flurry in Kings Norton in Birmingham in two weeks time. I think it's two weeks today. One... Yes, two weeks today. And it's sewing for knitters. I'm not massively keen on sewing um, because I'm scared of my old Singer sewing machine. But I don't think that really this is the way to go. So I thought, right, if I finish that bag, I can take that and the lining and I can line that bag and learn how to do things like put zips in and all those little finishing touches that I want to do. Um, because I have found a cardigan in one of the recent knitting magazines that's got a zip up the front. And I really want to do a zipped ribby cardi. And I'd have no idea how to put a zip in. I've got no idea. I've got no idea how to put a zip in, in fabric, let alone how to put it in knitting. So I thought, right, that's what I need to do. So I've been furiously doing that. I thought... I don't know why I thought this. I thought I'd done up both sides of the bag and was just having to finish the handle on. Got it out and I hadn't. I'd picked up the stitches on one side of the bag and knit two rows and that was all. So I've knit one side of the bag now. Knit the. Um, I'm in the process of knitting the other. Should finish that tonight and then make headway on the strap. Once I've then knitted the strap and grafted it together, I need to I-cord around every single edge to stabilise it. Some people haven't done that, but I, I want to because it's going to make the picked up edges look a little neater anyway. And then I need to felt it uh, and it, it needs to be dried. And then I need to buy the fabric, wash that, press that and get a zip ready. So tall order, do you think? 
I don't know. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. But that's my aim. So that's the knitting I've been doing recently. Haven't touched... Oh, no, I have. I was going to say I haven't touched any crochet. But I have. I tell a lie. I have crocheted a motif called Lily by Amanda Perkins from the Natural Dye Studio. She is a crochet queen and she makes a lot of motifs, designs a lot of motifs that can be used to make shawls, blankets. And somebody in our knit group decided they were going to start a crochet along. So she taught us how to do the motif. So I went along, when I went along a few weeks ago, um, I did that instead of doing any knitting. So I have crocheted a motif. It's still sat in the handbag. And at the minute I have no intention of crocheting a blanket because I've got too many knitted squares of blankets that need to be sorted before I start anything else. But I've, you know, done a little bit. And that's been basically it in the last month. I've finished the socks. I'm working on finishing the bag. I need to get back to finish the mittens. And I've knitted a swatch because I did have, like, a real urge of startitis. But at the moment I'm trying to actually do finishitis and see if I can get that sorted instead. I'd just like to take this opportunity to, as well to thank all those people who do contact me, either by leaving messages on Ravelry, leaving comments on the show notes, over on the blog post site or on the Podbean site. I really do enjoy the contact that I have with you and I particularly want to say, and I know this is name dropping, but I got a message from Susan Dolph ah! from the Knitter Journey podcast. So you know, it's really nice to know that you did enjoy um, the last episode, the little oral postcard, or our oral postcard, I should say, from the States. I wasn't sure if it would work or not, and, and I'm really glad I did. If you want to contact the show, then please feel free to do so. You can leave a message on the show notes on the Podbean site, www.yarnsfromtheplane.podbean.com, or over on the Blogspot site www.yarnsfromtheplane.blogspot.com You can message me on Ravelry where I am Tales from the Plane. You can tweet me where I am Tales from Plane. Couldn't fit the the in. Or you can send me an email at yarnsfromtheplane at googlemail.com So on to the review. Now, this book has been out actually for a little while, The Scrumptious Collection, Volume 1. Uh, it's published earlier this year and it is a pattern book designed for different weights. Unfortunately, different weights. Yes, different weights of the Scrumptious range, which Fiberspates now um, stock exclusively. And it's just really nice. It's in... I think it's in about seven or eight different solid colours. And it's got a gorgeous feel to it on the skein. Uh, the scrumptious yarn. It's silk and merino and it just feels beautiful. However, I have to say, as I was knitting the swatch, that it is a single ply or appears to be a single ply. And I have found in the past that... I'm not over fond of knitting with that because I tend to split it with my Knit Picks needle tips. You know, they're a little sharp and they go through it. And I am already worried about whether this will pill or not with it being single 
apply. But it is, you know, it's a beautiful yarn and it's got a beautiful drape um, and it's got a beautiful sheen to it. So maybe I just have to just deal with it and see how it goes until I actually knit it up into a garment and wear it. I won't know. So the Scrumptious Collection has 20 patterns, a mixture of garments and accessories, four each for the five different weights of yarn. So there's four patterns that use the lace weight, four patterns that use the four-ply sport weight, four patterns that use the DK or worsted weight, four patterns that use the Aran weight, and four patterns that use the chunky weight. And I have to say, I fell in love with this book just looking at the names of the patterns. And the reason I fell in love looking at the names of the patterns may become obvious to you if you grew up in my neck of the woods. So I'm going to read out the list of them. Birdrop, Sonning, Tyrold, Heth, Childry, Arncut, Challow, Stoner, Hendred, Witham, Murcut, Filkins, Hinksy, Chinner, Longcott, Cogs, Uffington, and Alvescott. Now, I may not have pronounced them quite as they should be pronounced, because Oxfordshire dialect can be quite specific in specific regions of, of Oxfordshire. It's not a big county, but the, the accent can vary across it. Um, and where I grew up in Tame, there isn't much of a, an Oxfordshire accent at all. Go across towards Whitney and there is Ducklington, places like that. But every one of the patterns is named after a place in Oxfordshire. And Chinner, which is a cowl pattern, is the nearest village to the town that I grew up in. So I got quite excited about that. Do you want another little fact? You know, absolutely unrelated fact here. You know, Chinna. It's on the Icknield Way, which is an old Roman road, not far from the Ridgeway, which is a an old prehistoric route, you know, predates Romans, and is uh, was the birthplace and home for the first few years of Adam Clayton, the bass player of U2. There you go. Bet you thought he was Irish, didn't you? But he's not. Anyway, that's by the by. So we've got a variety of accessories and garments. The lace, we start with the lace patterns. Um, Bird drop is a cape with sort of ripples and ruffles. We have a lace weight cardigan. Uh, a little lace weight tank top um, with some lace detail in it. We have Arncut, which is a sport weight hat. It's got a, a real nice look to it, that one. It's designed by Jenny Arnold Culliford and it's got sort of looks like travelling cables and some reverse stocking stitch and moss stitch panels inside it. So puts me in mind of a, a kind of a, a similar sort of look to a possible type of woolly worm head with the travelling cables, but it's not... A woolly worm head because it's not I don't think it's as intricate as the woolly worm head um, but it's a nice one we have long cot which is um, an iron weight jacket it looks like an open jacket with sort of those hanging um, waterfall front edges Philkins is um, a scarf in the iron weight which is knitted in strips of circles so that looks quite interesting Murcot is a wrap like a ballerina type wrap cardigan with pleated sleeves and that's the one that I'm really keen to knit and that's what I've bought this scrumptious for. 
cogs. There are two patterns for cogs in Chunky. One is a hat and the other is some matching gloves, both with cables on. Beautiful. Sonning is um, a lace shawl. Witham is the other cardigan that caught my eye. And that's got a peacock lace bottom on the sleeves and the bottom of the body of the cardigan. Uffington is a little tank top with some leaf lace going up the back. Is it a tank top? Oh no, it's a little waistcoat, sorry. Uh, Childry is um, a little simple neckerchief type shawlette. Hendred, again, two patterns for that. Uh, gloves and hat. Stoner, um, designed by Belinda Bowden, is a summer evening weight cardigan. So it's got lace and cables in it, knitted in the sport weight. Chinna is a cowl in two colours. Hinksy, some mitts. Alvescott is a lace jumper. Now, this was actually featured under, I think it was under a different name, and I'm fairly sure it was in the Knitter last year. Um, but it's that pattern. It's got a roll neck, intricate lace. Really, really attractive. Chalo is a two-colour sweater. It's got a design around the yoke. Simple butterflies circling the yoke. Very casual sweater. And the patterns, each of the garments, um, come in a wide range of sizes, which I'm very keen on. Uh, I like that. You know, we're up to size 24, 26. Which is nice. Nice to think that I'm not actually work, working the biggest size. That's that's nice. And what's nice as well is that there are two models. One's a very young model. And then another one's a little older, maybe sort of in her late 20s, I would say. And she is a very womanly shape, which is lovely. It's lovely to see a real sized woman in the pattern book. It retails for twelve fifty in the UK and $26.50 in the United States. But I really like it. I've, there are two cardigans, that this wraparound and then the Witham, which is the one with the peacock lace, that I am definitely going to knit. Plus, there are the hats and the mitts I like. And I love that chalo, that casual sweater with the yoke. I rather like that one. Um, and some of the accessories... I, there's not a single pattern that I go, I don't like it. I can't see that I would knit Burdrop that um, layered ruffled cape unless I was actually knitting it for um, a costume. But there's some really, really nice pants here, very delicate. And I'm just looking forward to knitting it and, and then seeing how the yarn wears up. Because like I say, a little bit worried with it being single-plied that it might pill. But all I can do is work with it and see what happens. Now, tonight, I think I have mentioned, it is October the 14th. Friday night. And tomorrow. Tomorrow is a momentous day. Some of you may well, you know, have an idea of how excited... I am about tomorrow. If you're not, right, I'm going to give you a little burst of a tune. Might give you a hint.
that help at all? Any ideas? No? Right, well, in that case, I will let you know. It is the Rugby World Cup. And last week, England crashed out against France. They just weren't that good, really. In fact, they've not really been that good all the way through. But you know me and my rugby. I may be English, but my heart belongs to Wales when it comes to the rugby. My mother's family are Welsh, and if I'm going to support anybody in the rugby, it's Wales. And I was very, very tired, so I didn't get up at six o'clock in the morning to watch their match, their quarterfinal match against Ireland. But my husband did, and he said it was the best match of the tournament he's seen so far. Easily the best match of the tournament so far. And I slept through it. Ooh. But tomorrow's match is their semi-final against France. I have no idea whether Wales can get through or not. But frankly, I'm so excited about the fact that they're at the semi-final, I don't give two hoots. I'm just thrilled that we've got to the final. Uh, to the semi-final. <laughs> Gosh, I hope that wasn't too pressing. I hope, you know, I'm not getting too ahead of myself thinking they're going to get to the final. But wouldn't it be fabulous? Wouldn't it be absolutely superb? I know some of you actually don't really care. But, you know, it's just, it's just wonderful. I'm so excited. I'm that excited that I really want to paint my face, even though I'll be watching the first half in my living room. And I can't really paint my face because actually I can't watch the second half because I'm actually at Fibre and Clay tomorrow for a Tunisian crochet workshop and, and it starts at 10. So I've got to miss the second half. But I think I might have to have the radio on my phone <laughs> just to have an earpiece in just to listen because I don't think I can, especially if they're winning at half time when I have to leave the house, I think I'll be beside myself with excitement. Um, but. My something I really like this this week. It's the rugby again. It's the Rugby World Cup. It's just how wonderful it is. And again, you know my love of male vo Welsh voice choirs. You've got a good idea where the next bit's going, don't you? So, thanks for listening. I'm off to go and work out how to paint a dragon on my face. I hope to speak to you very, very soon. And I hopefully I won't be a disappointed Tales from the Plain when I speak to you next. Take care. Bye-bye.